You're traveling through another dimension. A dimension comprised of knowledge, opinions, and entertainment. A journey on a virtual information highway into a wondrous land whose boundaries are more distant than the outer reaches of the Twitter sphere. Your next stop, the Trend Zone. Hello and welcome to the Trend Zone. Dave here with Casey. And each week at the Football Radio Show, we give you our expert insight, analysis, and opinions on the top trending stories in the NFL. Are you ready, Casey? Yes, sir. Our next stop, the trend zone. In today's episode, we'll talk playoffs. Playoffs? (laughs) Zeke is back. Zeke is back, Casey. Rogers, not so much. Pro Bowl surprises and snubs. And, of course, we'll preview some of the biggest games coming up in week 16 of the NFL. Some serious playoff implications, Casey. But before we get to all that good stuff, get people started with a tasty nug. All right, dude, just two weeks left in the season, and we got four divisions clinched. We're talking the NFC East with the Philadelphia Eagles, Kings of the North. We're going to keep running that till the end of the season. That is the Vikings, of course, in the NFC. Uh, New England, what is that, their ninth or tenth in a row in the AFC East? Yep. And, you know, the Pittsburgh Steelers, they clinched their North, even with that heartbreaking loss to the Patriots, but Dave, don't fret. 19 teams still in contention. Wow. Seven playoff spots up for grabs, including four division titles. So much left to be played for. It's going to be a very Merry Christmas, if you will. Yeah. And it will be a Scrooge Christmas for some. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Casey, I got a, a, an additional nug to jam in there. Uh, it is the Eagles have now completed the worst-to-first turnaround. That is the last-place team coming in first place the next year. At least one team has done that 14 of the past 15 seasons. And we could uh, actually triple it up with the Jaguars, who are leading the AFC South right now, and the Panthers tied for the lead in the South. Both those teams were in last place last year. Uh, They could be additional teams that go worst-to-first. Man, the NFL... You're, it's you're this close, and I'm making a very small sign. With oh yeah, my, I can see. You that. see that? I'm yeah. this close to making it to the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Let's move it along. The top trending stories uh, this week, Casey. Get things started with some players in, some players out. Where are we here? Yeah, dude. Um, Aaron Rodgers uh, made uh, his return to the Packers last week in the loss. Um, to Carolina there, and that's going to be the last we see of Mr. Rogers. That's going to do pack, it. Yeah, the pack <laughs> sends him back to the IR uh, once they were eliminated after Monday night's uh, Atlanta win in Tampa Bay. That means the pack had no shot, so they went ahead and shut Rogers down. I think yeah. that's a good thing, dude. Yeah. Um, he doesn't need the reps. That We saw Romo come back for it. He got smashed. You're good enough to play, but getting smashed might right. separate that thing again. Not going anywhere. Let this dude sit on the bench for a little bit and give, you know, Hundley some more reps. That's going to be a good thing down the road for him, I think. Yeah, for sure. No doubt about it. There's no reason to risk Rodgers. When there was a reason to risk him, they did. And, you yeah. know, and he insisted or that he get out there. Now, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and he would, uh, you know, had they still been in it, you'd definitely seen him this sure. week. That would have made that Vikings-Packers game Ooh. so much more interesting. But yeah, um, it'd probably be a drubbing now. But you know who is back there? Who on now? You want to know? Yeah, yeah, I want to know. Yeah, who is it? Cowboys are getting ready to Zeke it up, baby. <laughs> Zeke Elliott back from his 
Cabo extended stay down there. Nice. Heard he got the same spot that uh, Romo and Whitney went in 2008. <laughs> JK, I just made that up. No, he's back down there training. If you've seen any of the pictures of this guy, he's ripped. he is cut, but he is so ripped, man. And hopefully he's got his mind right. He was in seclusion. He's ready to come back. Um, hopefully it's not too little too late. We'll be talking about that game a little bit later on, but after seeing what boy Todd Gurley did to the Seahawks, uh, Zeke's got to be Ooh. licking his chops. And just overall, the team has got something, you know, some inspirado, if you will. Oh, no doubt about it. He comes back in. He brings a, a bunch of life into that team uh, that absolutely has to run the table, basically, to keep the playoffs alive. And like you said, man, Zeke's got to be, he's got to be hungry to get out there, man. Uh, and and get and get running. So it's going to be exciting to see what he can do when he gets when he gets on the field to play. Yeah, uh, dude. Yeah. Oh, and I said, and you know, the holiday cheer. There's plenty to go around. Um, NFL's kind of monopolized events. You know, you might have heard of Thanksgiving and uh-huh. yeah. Christmas and New Year's. <laughs> I am um, They're really they're really serving. Even though overall the NFL might have gotten coal in their stockings, we are getting treats. Oh, dude, man, the Saturday doubleheader, um, that it's this, this NFL weekend is just kind of a special one. It, it says, you do, this is a rare treat in the sense that the Saturday doubleheader, that's, um, the 23rd, uh, as a doubleheader of NFL football. So standalone games there. Then Sunday, Christmas Eve, a full slate of NFL games, although no evening game, uh, a boatload of NFL games in the morning, and then a couple afternoon games, a uh, full slate of 12. And then on Monday, which is Christmas Day, another doubleheader, man. So it's like a doubleheader sandwich with NFL games all in between, man. It's delicious NFL action. And so many of these games with playoff implications, one way or another, some, t- some of them with two teams that can make it, some of them with just one team that can make it that has to win. Uh, but it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, plenty of football on the Christmas slate, man. <laughs> totally, dude. The uh, missus wanted me to do some stuff, some chores this weekend. I said I would get to it after the game. I didn't <laughs> tell her that there was games <laughs> Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. <laughs> All right, brother. Let's get into it, man. Uh, there's very few people still alive, but Survivor or Three Strikes Pool, we have, I think, four people in ours. Um, those don't uh, count you and I because we're both dead. <laughs> yeah, dead since week 11 myself, Casey. But um, moving into, uh, you know, uh, the most popular pick last week, Casey, it was almost everybody. Ten, The most popular 10 picks uh, were right last week as a lot of the, the obvious, uh, the NFL is so predictable, obviously, Casey. So you just roll in there and just pick the teams. Simple. It's just that easy. It's simple, yeah. man. <laughs> you, had, you had to be a fool. Uh to be uh, the one that picked Tennessee over San Francisco. That was 1.33% of the people that picked Tennessee. And uh, Garoppolo, though, dipped deep into his magic comeback uh, bag of tricks and, and got it done late for the for the 49ers to upset the Tennessee Titans last week. That um, was a pretty spectacular finish there. But, um, oh, yeah, dude. We got Actually, we got a little hate mail on the Twitters for not including Jimmy G in the Sunday six-pack. We, did we throw him into the afterthoughts? We did, but I no, guess okay. that wasn't enough. Wasn't enough. Cat. So, well, you know, it was a good weekend, man. <laughs> Don't stop that. <laughs> Only six, baby. Well, we apologize for that. For, yeah. We're feeling the Jimmy G love over here, though, because the That's guy right. has gotten that team, uh, you know, he's got, he's, it, he's got to give them a ton of reasons. 
reason for excitement going into the offseason. They don't even have to double down and pick up another quarterback if they don't want to, the way Jimmy's playing right now. But it looks like he's earning himself a pretty nice contract. Um, so that's the other side of the equation there. <laughs> and then, dude, uh, moving into this week's most popular picks, Carolina over Tampa. Chiefs over the Dolphins, and if you didn't use Baltimore over Cleveland last week, you can use them over Indy on Saturday. That's a lock, baby. Book it. Unless the Colts win, of course. Oh, yeah. Of course. (laughs) Casey, fantasy go-back starts of the week. The segment that people have been clamoring for. um, I came up a little bit short in the in my bracket side heading trying to head to our fantasy bowl uh and there was nothing i could shimmy around in my uh roster that would have made the nine points up that i lost by uh to the wanker and the hypnotodes uh what about yourself yeah dude um i suffered defeat in my conference championship as well <laughs> um i went with the receivers crabtree des and josh gordon but had i kept crab in and gone with martavis bryant the other bryant and uh, robert woods from la that would have been enough to get me into the Ooh. super bowl uh i didn't have them in and i was unable to overcome cameron newton's four TD, uh, 58 rush yard game, which got him 39.48. So I died by just a little bit to the bolt action. Man, the bolt action has been coming on strong the second half of the season, dude. Man, they're a juggernaut. Big time. But you know what? I heard you're going to face another juggernaut in the <laughs> Consolation Bowl. On no, actually, something. I'm facing your squad, Casey. So, so I'm pretty confident. I was thinking, uh-oh, I'm going to be going against Aaron Rodgers and, and Ezekiel Elliott. But you could tell the people what happened there. Yeah, I had to ditch Zeke for a roster spot early on because we do have the short spots, which I like. Yeah. And now Zeke is floating around on another team when he used to be mine. And Aaron (laughs) Rodgers, of course, is spending the weekend on the IR. So I'll be dipping into the ranks of the uh, the free agent pool with whatever is left. And it is slim pickings, my friend. Of course it is. With competition as such, uh, the tight level of competition with all the consolation games going on. So uh, I myself... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of consolation games, Dave, if you don't make it to the Super Bowl, you get to go to the Pro Bowl. Oh, the uh, Pro Bowl uh, rosters came out, and there are a couple, uh, you know, a couple new kids on the block there. A couple yeah. uh, surprises and a couple snubs. You want to get some AFC guys cracking? Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, with the AFC, you've got some of the regular dudes that are obvious. Antonio Browns, Hopkins making it there. My guy Keenan Allen at the receiver position, I was stoked uh, that he got there. He got the credit well he deserved. deserved yeah. Bro. He got credit for, uh, uh, you know, because he came on a little slow, but he's really, really played well in the, uh, you know, middle to late portion of the season. Tight ends, no question there in the AFC. Kelsey and Rob, uh, Rob Gronkowski, uh, obviously, those those are just locks there. Uh, Brady and Roethlisberger for sure. But um, my guy, Philip Rivers, I know, normally he's kind of the guy, the odd man out or whatever uh, with uh, the quarterbacks in the AFC, but he uh, gets in there too. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, a no-brainer there. LaShawn McCoy as well. But then the new guy on the block, Kareem Hunt for the Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, pretty Pretty exciting. On the defensive side, I'm stoked to have my guy Joey Bosa. He put together in his first 20 games more sacks than anyone in NFL history. I think people took notice of that. Um, Calais Campbell and Khalil Mack, other guys uh, at the line at the defensive end position there. So some pretty exciting stuff. 
Uh, my guy, my former guy, Weddle, real quick, and then Jalen Ramsey for the for the uh, Jags. Some some newer guys there, as well as Casey Hayward for the Chargers. What about yeah, yourself, indeed. sir? Give me some NFC love. Oh, there's not surprising because we know this cat, but Alan Thielen gets in for the Vikes, yeah. and it's usually pretty crowded there at the receiver position. I think he was lucky that he got uh, what he started this last year, kind of last six weeks or whatever, really came on and just had a monster year this year. Of course, you got uh, three of my Cowboys there on the line with Smith, Martin, and Frederick. That's no surprise there. Carson Wentz, obviously, was looking at an MVP before he went down. He made Damn. it. He'll be replaced. Um, Todd Gurley, your guy. No-brainer. This guy's been great. But the other two backs, dude, Kamara and Ingram, I don't know if we've ever seen two backs from the same backfield yeah. make the Pro Bowl. Wow. These guys are well-deserved, man. What they're doing is electrifying. That's why the Saints are crushing it on all levels. My guy, Demarcus Lawrence, got in. Um, just saying, oh, you're going to have to pay me a hefty, hefty contract if you want to stay. Aaron <laughs> Donald, speaking of contracts, he needs one, too. Uh the heart and soul, really, of that front four of the uh, Los Angeles Rams there. And then, hey, speaking of Rams, dude, punter, kicker, return specialist, man, three out of four there with Farrah Cooper, Zerline, and Hecker. So wow. kudos to our L.A. Rams and kudos to all the pro bowlers. I know a bunch of these guys um, won't make it if they get to the Super Bowl So right. and with injuries and such. So we'll see some names change. But uh, the initial roster is looking pretty good for the most part. Pretty solid, no doubt about it. Yeah, I've got to say, though, where's Alex Smith? Yeah, where is Alex Smith? Good question. A couple of uh, snubs out there, as always. Um, but uh, for the most part, I guess they got it right, right? Yeah, no Matt Ryan either. Matt Ryan, wow. Was he the MVP recently? He was. Mm, interesting. Um, and they, they still, it would be interesting if he can turn it on late here. And they could still the, the Falcons could still win that division. Very, very interesting. Uh, if you could have a late surge, uh, no camera on Newton either, man. What's yeah, going on? A couple of MVPs. So many quarterbacks, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> MVP excludes you from uh, <laughs> the next year's Pro Bowl. <laughs> All right, Casey, we got to move on to some of these awesome football games with playoff ramifications and implications all over the place. We'll get things started with the Los Angeles Rams, our Los Angeles Rams, coming off an absolute butt-whooping of the Seahawks. They're going to head to Tennessee, play a Titans team. Man, this is a good football. This is going to be a physical football game. Rams on the road, though, favored by six and a half, dude. Well, hell, when you go into Seattle and do it, and you blow out the Seahawks by... Um, 35 points are going to be a favorite in most places you go on the road, man. The attitude with these Rams is just impressive. Mm -hmm. You know what Sean McVay has done with these guys after what this Rams team has been the last few years is nothing short of amazing. Yeah. Um, Todd Gurley's the dude, man, this cat. If you watched that Seattle game last week, Woo! wow, oh my God. And But they run the ball and they pass the ball well, man. And, um, it's a really inventive offense. It's a lot of fun to watch, and it's damn hard to stop, dude. <laughs> no doubt about it. I mean, that's, uh, I, I believe now officially, again, the highest-scoring offense in the NFL. They were tied with the Eagles. They lost to the Eagles. I think they regained that with their 42 points that they put on the board in Seattle. Um, that officially puts the league on notice that these guys can score uh, points with anybody at any point in time. And like you said, Sean McVay 
what he's done there is literally amazing uh, as, as a rookie head coach, as a young guy there, and what he, how he's helped uh, Goff mature so quickly from and rebound from last year. Uh, this Los Angeles Rams team, though, clicking with um, with the receiving group. It's a dynamic receiving group, a lot of different weapons there, but Todd Gurley, really the engine there that gets it moving, man. And then you look at this defense, dude. We mentioned Aaron Donald. This guy's got 11 sacks. they got to figure out a way to get this guy signed to a long-term contract. Wade Phillips has this defense absolutely cranking, man. Yeah. Um, this this is a team that's got a lot together. Now you flip it over uh, to these Titans on the other side, man. Um, played good enough last week to win. Drove down and got the go-ahead field yep. goal late. Um, the problem is uh, Jimmy G's been studying under Tom Brady, so he's like, oh, a minute and a half, I got this. <laughs> Plenty of time. <laughs> yeah, but the Titans are desperate, man. They're still in the playoffs right now at 8-6, and six, but uh, dropping this game to the Rams, and it's going to get a lot tighter, man. So... Uh, Marcus Mariota's just got to clean it up a little bit. Started the season, wasn't as healthy as getting there, but has got to clean it up. And it kind of looks like Derrick Henry is slowly but surely taking over yeah. that running attack for the Titans. Yeah, I agree with that. And this is, I think that they can, they can play solid defense. They can run the football uh, fairly well. The Tennessee team, I'm just not sure that they can put enough points on the board in this matchup. Uh, to to stay in front of this explosive Rams uh, football team in just terms of sheer uh, offensive output. But um, this Tennessee team, like you said, has a ton to play for at 8-6. and six. They're sitting there with – there are four 8-6 and six teams. One of them is on the outside of the playoffs looking in. Um, and there's a couple of – there's a 7-7 seven and seven team there. By the by, the name of the Los Angeles Chargers, <laughs> also lurking. Uh, and, Put your and, shirt on. <laughs> uh, but you know what? This is a huge, huge game for the Titans at home. If they can uh, get it together and win this one, it, it'll it'll signify that they're that they're ready to take that next step and really be a playoff contender. Um, otherwise, they're just kind of clinging to that spot, or even probably ejected from it by the end of the week. By the end yeah. of the weekend. You better beat these Rams because the uh, bad news is you got the Jags next week. So um, good luck with that. Handle your business, Tennessee. All right, up next, Dave, we got the Atlanta Falcons at the New Orleans Saints, and the Saints are five and a half point favorites at home. Ooh, man, I'll tell you what. Um, this is a great football game. Obviously, this division has really turned out to be arguably the best division in football this year. Um, but this Falcons team with the Saints and then the Panthers on the schedule, they're in third place right now. But they're a game, just a game back of both of those teams. And with them on the schedule, if they run the table, they win the division, which is remarkable with two games left. You could be out of the playoffs, but in position to win the division. Um, this is an enormous game, but going to to the Saints is going to be a tall order. But the Falcons, uh, you know, they kind of were sleepwalking a little bit through the through the first half of the season. They seem to have kind of put it together a little bit. Running uh, the ball with Freeman uh, lately has been a lot more effective. Um, and they've still got all the tools, the uh, good receiving group. Obviously, Julio's amazing. And last year's quarterback MVP, uh, Matt Ryan. They, if they can dial it in and get this win, wow, who knows, man? Yeah, Dave, the key for the Falcons is to score 20 points. When they do, they're 9-0 this year. So, um, wow, that's what they got to do. But the the thing with them, they still have those lulls. Like, you go mm -hmm. back to Monday night, they had drives where they looked unstoppable. And then they had drives where they just weren't in Out of sync, sync. So, yeah. 
it's been a little bit frustrating, but you mentioned Devontae Freeman, dude. This cat was running like his head was on fire <laughs> on Monday night, just crushing fools. Had two right. uh, fumbles, though, that could have been uber costly. One in the end zone that his lineman jumped on, and the other inside their 20 late in that game. So he's got to tighten that up, but he just runs with such reckless abandon. But he's back and healthy, and if they get Coleman back healthy, too, that's a nice one-two punch there. Um this, you mentioned it, dude. This is a huge game. The Falcons stole one uh, from the Saints just a couple of weeks ago on Thursday night. The Saints haven't forgotten that one. Um, that's three in a row for the Falcons. What the Saints got to do, Dave, to uh, put an end to that streak? Oh, man. It, obviously, if the Saints can continue to do what they've done all this year, and it's not the your, your, the last year's Saints or the last three or four year Saints where Drew Brees was uh, lighting it up with you know 400 yards passing. They have the two Pro Bowl running backs there in Kamara and, and Ingram, and they're playing better defense. We've said for the last handful of seasons, man, if they could just feel the halfway decent defense, imagine what this team could do. Well, they, yeah. they're playing better defense now, and running the football helps your defense because it moves the clock and it keeps your defense on the bench, resting up a little bit. Um, and then, of course, yeah, you're leaning back on a, a on a future Hall of Fame quarterback in Drew Brees when you need to make a play. Uh, this Saints team uh, is one of the most dangerous teams in the NFL right now. Um, it's going to be, uh, you know, very difficult to beat them in New Orleans in this crucial of a football game. Yeah, you mentioned that Saints defense are holding teams to just about. 20 points a game, and Cameron Jordan, he's got 10 sacks. But what about the rookie, Marshawn Lattimore? He's got four interceptions. Yeah, he's the real that deal. That leads the rook, and he's uh, tied for third in the league with 13 pass defenses. So that back end of the defense is solid, man. It's given those guys an opportunity up front to pressure quarterbacks. Um, and we've seen lately uh, Matt Ryan can you know throw interceptions. He could throw them in bunches. Um few of those will go a long way in this game, man. This is going to be a great game to watch. I am completely stoked for this one, dude. <laughs> All right, up next game. Uh, the next game is the Buffalo Bills clinging to their playoff hopes, heading to New England to, to face the New England Patriots. Good luck, Bills. Go ahead, yeah. Casey, take it. <laughs> yeah, just what you want when you're clinging to life is a, a game at the uh, Patriots. Um, the Bills, dude, they're one of these teams that has looked good in some points and looked awful mm-hmm. in others. It's hard to believe that at one point they benched Tyrod, though, um, for Peterman, the rookie. They would love to have that game back. I know you wouldn't love to have it back, but they would. Um, they have to do most of their work on the ground, though. LaShawn McCoy yeah. has been awesome. He's actually leading the team in rushing and receiving. He's a huge part of what they do. And Tyrod is, you know, a hot and cold quarterback as well. But what the Bills have done is not turned the ball over and played pretty good defense. That's the formula they're going to have to have when they go to the Patriots. But, man, you mentioned it, clinging to life. Um, they got to find a way to get this win. Yeah, I mean, it's got they got to stick to their formula. Don't turn the football over. Make Find, find a way to win the turnover battle against this New England team because they're not as explosive offensively. Uh, they need to run LaShawn McCoy and, and be uh, a ball control team. It's gonna, it's not going to be easy against New England, man, not at this point in time. Yeah, and speaking of New England, dude, coming off maybe the biggest uh, win Ooh. of the season, that, yeah. that game in Pittsburgh that was just mind-blowing on both sides. But 
these Patriots, dude, clinched the East nine consecutive seasons, man. That's the longest streak Pretty good. ever in the NFL. And <laughs> Duwami, dude, he's um he's pretty he's pretty good. I know he's not got his little BFF there on the sideline now. Alex Guerrero's been banned from the hoodie. I think we'll hear more about this. But you know who he does have back <laughs> is Gronk, dude. Right. And if Gronk is good at stuff, it's catching the ball, scoring touchdowns, and spiking that thing. <laughs> no, no, no doubt about it, dude. In this game, uh, you know, this they're not on cruise yet, the, this New England Patriots team. They're the number one seed currently, but um, there's still uh, some wiggle room in there. they got to get this win at home. I can't imagine them uh, not coming out with the intensity they need to uh, to take care of business here. Um, and like I said, Gronk does make such a huge difference yeah. uh, when he's out there uh, for Tom Brady. But uh, it's just about Tom Brady, baby. And um, and Bill Belichick, they'll get it done. Big time. All right, dude. Oh, baby. Life on the line. It is Seattle. <laughs> Seattle Seahawks at my Dallas Cowboys. And my boys are favored by five at home, Dave. Tell me why they shouldn't be. Wow. Well. Let's say uh, this. It's not a good time to face a team after they were humiliated, right? Yeah. So you're talking about a championship team in terms of their, you know, their makeup. You know, you've got Russell Wilson there. You've got Pete Carroll. These guys have been to two Super Bowls, won one of them. And even though their defense is kind of a shell of what it was when they were winning those uh, Super Bowls or coming close to almost winning Super Bowls, they... They still have a lot of great players um, that that are going to rise up here. And after last week's absolute butt whooping at home, these guys know that this game is their season. Essentially, they're sitting on the outside of the playoffs, uh, looking in uh, as the Cowboys are. This is an equally desperate game for both of these football teams. Uh, but uh, when you've got Russell Wilson, uh, and if you don't put the if you don't put the Seahawks out of the game. Then they're then they're gonna make a run for it late, uh, no matter what. So Seahawks, uh, they're still dangerous, man. Big time, dude. And they don't call him Dangerous mm-hmm. for nothing, dude. This guy <laughs> is bad to the bone. Although he took a beating last week, man, sacked Oof. seven times. I um, got thrown around like a rag doll. What I don't like about this Seattle team is the offensive line and the fact that Russell Wilson is their leading rusher, dude. That's wow. a huge part of why they struggle and. They use up all his magic too quick, man. you got to sprinkle that out over the season. They put it all in one spot, and with all the injuries all the way around, this team is teetering on the edge. You mentioned it. It's it's tough playing a team coming off a butt kicking like that. We'll find out on Sunday if they can do anything about it or not because Dallas is in a desperate situation as well, dude. Yeah. Um, got the sweet uh, last second a gift from Derek Carr otherwise there would be nothing to play for for the Cowboys in this game but that being said uh, the playoffs are still right there getting Zeke back and after seeing what Gurley did to these Seahawks hopefully Zeke he told Eric Dickerson he wants to go for 200 yards that's actually (laughs) not out of the question I mean right he's got to come back and get that timing right but this is a team that looks to be improving is it going to be too little too late yeah 10 and 6 still get them in but uh I like the way this Cowboys team is trending. Well, they're trending in, in absolutely the right direction, and they're facing a team trending in the wrong direction. Cowboys coming off their third straight win after having a real, uh, real tough stretch of, of games in there. But they they righted the ship here, and getting Ezekiel Elliott back 
is, is a huge motivational factor in the locker room and on the football field with what yeah. he actually brings to the to the game. I mean, he is a phenomenal running back, and he's going to make a big difference, especially when uh, they see what Todd Gurley was able to do last week. And this Seahawks team has lost two in a row. So at crunch time here, when the all the chips are kind of pushed to the middle of the table, and it's the playoff runs, you expect the Seahawks to to rise up. But they're the ones that have been stumbling here. The Cowboys, on the other hand, have put together a nice little run of games here. That's got you guys in position to have a chance here uh, to keep it going. And at home in Dallas, you got to feel like hey, that's th- that right there. You, you don't have to go to Seattle uh, and face the 12 up there. You're at your place where um, in Jera world there. We're 92 large, baby. Bam. It's going to be madness. This is the this is the stand here where you guys this is it, man. Beat the, the Seahawks, whether they're a shell of their old selves or not. Doesn't matter. You can get come away with this victory and keep your playoff hopes alive. It's going to be a huge win, both like morally and and emotionally and everything, and also in the standings. You know, so everything on the line uh, for both squads. Absolutely, Dallas has been in the playoffs for the last three weeks. Got to get it done. The first step to getting there is running the table. Um, Got to get this win on Sunday to make that a possibility, dude. Huge, huge. <laughs> Huge game, baby. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Both teams at 8-6 and six, still alive in the hunt. Oh, man, it's going to be some excellent NFL action, folks. Uh, please uh, enjoy the incredible three-day NFL extravaganza weekend. And don't forget, so many ways to check out Football Radio Show. Subscribe to us on YouTube, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher Radio or go to Football Radio Show dot com that is going to do it have a very very merry christmas happy holidays etc etc and the casey back to you i was just gonna say i'm casey you're dave we are out of here that's right (laughs) 